0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: So you brought candy for me today. We did. It's That's very nice of you.
2: He was a impulse purchase.
1: Yeah, usually yes. is. Well... It?
2: He was like on the front counter at like Publix when you walk in, and this was like a couple weeks ago. Okay. And he was just so cute. So we bought candy. Well, he is cute. But the thing is, is that we have a bowl in the center of our counter, and it's from last Valentine's Day, yeah. and it became like our junk bowl, like car keys and all that yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. Everyone and, needs a junk bowl. Yeah. We were like, okay, we need to update our bowl. So then we and then we, we found him, and he was just cute. Pull him
1: this week. <laughs> Yeah, They can see him, though. There you know, you I are. got to keep reminding myself to be aware of the people that are listening into the crowd that aren't watching on on video. So we're wa- looking at a candy bowl of a Frankenstein head, but it's not really, like, a creepy Frankenstein. It's, like, a really adorable Frankenstein. He's, like,
2: giant eyeballs and, like, a really big head. and
1: Yeah, it's, like, candy coming, coming out of his head, so that's awesome. <laughs> and in true Gale Force fashion, they always bring the fun, so, oh, yeah. yeah, so that's... That's very nice of you guys. So welcome. We're getting rolling. Uh, Welcome to Connected by Water presented by Joey Carty, Crestor Dodge Deep Ram. Um, Today we have, once again, uh, Connected by Water Fleet Ambassadors, Amanda and Emily Gale, Gale Force. Mm -hmm. Welcome again for the millionth time to the studio. Thank you. um, It's your home away from home. We hope you feel that way. Yes. And um, you guys have had a lot going on lately.
2: Yeah, we've been really busy.
1: You guys have always been busy, but lately especially.
2: Literally, so. COVID's the best thing that happened for our business.
1: <laughs> kind of for us too. Yeah, like yeah. we're just
2: crazy busy. Everything's going in the right direction, and everything's happening exactly how we
1: would have hoped it would. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, hard work pays off. You know, you yeah. yeah. guys certainly earned it. So thank you. And you just got back from Washington.
2: Yeah. Yes. So that's we a place
1: went, I've never been to.
2: It was our first time there.
1: It looked cold.
2: It was freezing. It was in the 40s, pretty much, in the 30s, like early in the morning yes. and in the 40s But the actually, day. can I just clarify one thing before we get into all this? Yes. So since COVID, everybody always asks us, like, they want to book charters with us. Yes. And I just want to clear the air because we always get these questions, but we're not running charters anymore. Right. And I just wanted to say that because the amount of messages we get is a lot. And obviously we loved chartering with everybody. But since COVID, we've been making a lot of big decisions. Like I guess washing has to do with it. That's kind of why. Yes. And but that doesn't mean that you can't fish with us. We are hosting, we can talk about this into our podcast, mm-hmm. but we're hosting women's fish camps and pulley ridge trips. So there's still we're still taking people fishing, just not the everyday four, six, eight-hour private charters. Mm-hmm. Right. I just want to say that we're creating something really cool. Which yeah, you are. Which is kind of a secret.
1: Oh, you mean that specific thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which yeah. has
2: to do with, like, we're just going a different route with our business.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Very cool. But- and, you know, you guys, I know you guys have done a heavy focus on your YouTube channel. Yes. Which is grown immensely. Your social channels are growing uh, immensely. Um, and you're doing it in a great way. Thank you. Uh, really, I mean that. Um, you know, there's a lot of how-to videos that you guys have been doing lately. Um, so I'll uh, just say for the record, I mean, if you're not following Gale Force by now, then what have you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're, I say this a million times too, we're always so proud of you guys. And just seeing the growth um, and, you know, just how well you handle yourselves and how well you guys have been promoting your platform. It's been impressive. Been impressive. Thank but you. I'm not surprised. I'm really not. Um, so this is kind of everything that we were hopeful of and hopeful for and expecting to see you know from you guys because nothing for nothing. I expect nothing but the best from you guys. So As, you know, and rightfully so because you guys always deliver the best. Um, tell me a little bit about um, you know before we get into the Washington thing. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that your decision going into, Stopping chartering yeah. and getting into just you know, moving forward with your brand more so than mm-hmm. the charter, which I agree with. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy that you guys decided to do that. Um, so take me, you tell okay. me why rather than me yeah. tell you well,
2: why. Well, I think when we started our charter business, first of all, it was 100% what we wanted to do, but we knew going into it that we didn't want to be 50 year old wrinkly lady captains that <laughs> spent their careers on the water, at least not. Charter fishing is really intense. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it was necessary that we, well, the steps that we went through to get where we are. But when COVID happened, we initially lost all of our charters. And we kind of looked at each other and we were like, well, we need to still move forwards." So we gave ourselves work weeks. We said we have to work five days a week filming and editing and producing videos because we figured we would just take this time to work on our marketing. And I don't think in the moment that we really planned on having YouTube. No. In yeah. the moment, it was you kind of- You didn't plan on
1: blowing up, but you No.
2: Did. Yeah. In yeah. the moment, it was just, well, we needed something to stay busy because we're really active people and we're going to go insane if we just twiddle our thumbs and wait till COVID's over. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, we don't know when it's really ending, or what direction things are going. So we decided, let's just give ourselves full-time jobs as YouTube, as producing YouTube videos. And our whole purpose was, someone actually wants- told us this in a comment, but it was actually really helpful, is to educate, explain, and entertain Yes, all in one video. Mm-hmm. So we want to teach them about fishing. We want to explain what we're doing. But the whole time, it's fun to watch. So if you're not hardcore fishing in there to learn, you don't have to. Or if you're a five-year-old and you don't want to sit through the boring knot tying, you right. don't really have to. So we do all of that on our YouTube channel. And- um, since doing that, we've really enjoyed it so much because I love chartering and teaching on a charter. But when you're on a charter, I might have an audience of four or five. I mean, four on our boat. We don't really go more than four people. But on social media, we have an audience of almost fifty thousand on YouTube now. We're at forty-nine thousand. So the fact that we can reach <laughs> nice. such a large crowd, mm-hmm. I think we both feel like we can push like a positive fishing method message message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's more.
1: And you really are doing that, pushing that positive message. It's very refreshing to see. Yeah, yeah. thank you.
2: Yeah, so that's kind of, I guess, it naturally happened, and then all of a sudden YouTube really, really picked up. Mm -hmm. So that was when we realized we basically, with the amount of hours in the day, and a week, we almost had to make a choice. Well, do we want to continue YouTube, or do we want to go back to chartering? And there was a time period between when COVID started to settle down, that we, would, we were doing charters and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was really hard. It was like impossible. It was really hard. Like yeah. we were like, okay, we ha- we were uploading four times a week during COVID, which is a lot even- Four 10-minute videos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even as, even if it is all we do full-time, it's still a lot. And we were like, okay, well maybe we'll do three times a week and then charter twice or twice a week and charter twice. And that, that was even harder. Because chartering, a lot of people- don't see it but i know all the charter captains do and like you understand it that it's not you don't just go out for four hours Mm -hmm. you have to prepare sometimes two days in advance depending on weather and bait and rigging and all that
1: stuff just getting ice in the morning yeah
2: you're getting up at 4 a.m you normally got maybe two or three hours of work before the people even get on your boat and then you got two or three hours of work after they leave
3: Mm -hmm. So so we felt
2: like we couldn't we didn't want to be in a situation where we couldn't give our clients one hundred and ten percent of ourselves if we were also trying to film YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like we f- once we finished all the charters that we had to run, we we're like, okay, let's get back to this. Yeah, producing. and we are still. I mean, we're actually taking your friends, Win and Lily, out. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, we have that I'm very excited about that. That's trip. in January, so we are still, I guess taking VIPs out. Right, right. <laughs> and
1: You have to know, you have to be a VIP of the Connected by Water studio in order to arrange a charter. Yes.
2: yes. But it's not over forever or anything. Well, but the whole day in, day out. Time
1: permitting, situation yeah. permitting, you'll so, do it, yeah.
2: I mean, I guess we've just really enjoyed reaching such a large audience.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's our goal, is to continue to reach a large audience and show all ages that everybody can fish. You can be young, you can be old, you can be... It really doesn't matter families, kids. That's mm-hmm. kind of we just want to really explain that everybody can do it. it. Doesn't have to be this scary, intimidating sport because fishing can be very, very technical. Mm-hmm. And when we were first getting into it, it was scary and intimidating. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah,
1: you know it's funny you mentioned um, about the time consuming aspect of and how that kind of crept into your charter stuff. And John and I were just talking a little bit before um, the show about something unrelated, but we that's production. You guys mm-hmm. are in production, right? And we're both in production. That's what we do, you know, whether it's producing a painting or producing, you know, apparel or he's yeah. producing his videos or something like that. We're in, it's it's a creative business. You guys are in a creative business. And that takes time. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, re- production really takes a lot of time. And I don't think unless you actually do it, and if you want to do it in like the right way, it's a time suck. And really, you know, it, it's, it's, when you lose a day we were talking about because i'm yeah. like oh singularis is asking me to go fishing on thursday you know what i mean which is a great boat to go fishing yeah. on. i'm so busy if like fall behind a day right now i'm yeah. falling, falling behind on a lot of big important things we got going on so it's tough you know to, to balance everything like that so but speaking of balancing everything you guys are you are taking trips yes. and you just got back from washington yes so tell us all about that trip because Following you on social, seeing all the pictures, it looked cold. Yeah, but um, which is weird for us. You know what I mean? It's it's we it's eighty something degrees out, and we're wearing long sleeves oh, in I have the pants studio. On. Yeah, you got pants <laughs> on, like we're like yeah. you know, we're all Florida <laughs> yeah. people here. Um, and it looked like you caught a lot of fish. So take me through that trip.
2: Yeah, well, so our rod sponsor is Bats and Enterprises,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: they make rod blanks which are Rain shadow rod blanks and parts batson enterprises is, is the nuts and bolts of fishing
3: mm-hmm. yes
2: they are i think one of 3 of the largest rod blank and component supplier in the us mm-hmm. and they have their their line of blanks called rain shadow which is the team that we're a part of cool so just to clarify that cuz yes pe- people have, batson isn't an up front you don't see them everywhere they're behind the scenes right
3: mm-hmm.
2: but what's cool is that they're from washington and we've never been to washington so they flew us out there to go salmon fishing and i had never caught a salmon before we had and the crazy part was the boats don't have engines you dr- it's kind of like white oh, water cool. yes. Yeah. oh yeah so, so you're rowing yeah, yeah. Oh. so we're oh, rowing that's cool. down, it's like white water rafting oh, I love that. down the river but there's only a couple rapids there weren't a lot there's of there's like rapids. two rapids but yeah you drift down you get in this little like what are the boats aluminum right they're aluminum boats mm-hmm. cuz they have to be able to hit rocks and things like
1: aluminum crafts I fished on a aluminum boat in Wisconsin okay. before for like yeah. two weeks straight. That's it, it, a fun experience. Yeah, it's
2: really fun. And you go down the river, and boats are really small. Mm-hmm. Um, there is you have your seat, and you don't move from you your seat. You don't get up from your oh, seat. Really? I was sitting in the front, and then Amanda was in the back, and, and then, then we then, had two guides between the two of us. And they were the ones that were... They actually hooked our... bait. Our, our, they, hooked, they baited our hooks for us. Mm-hmm. Not because we didn't want to do that, but I guess they... Well, you use salmon eggs. Right. Mm-hmm. And the eggs are, like, cured, and mm-hmm. it's this whole process. And So each boat had a dedicated person that wore gloves and handled all that stuff because it's very yeah. sticky. And
1: I have to interject real quick this one thing. So talking about Charles, Captain Charles yes. hotel right? So we took the kids down to the Keys yeah. right, to go fish with him. And since he's the charter captain, like, a couple times he, like, started grabbing, like, my line to, like, bait my hook for me.
3: Yeah.
1: And— I really was just like, yeah, dude, go for it. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> well, me
2: too. I was like, I sure. I was ready to do all of it. And then they were like, no, we'll do it for you. And I was like, you know what? I well, do this I, for a lot of people, so go hey. ahead. Yeah. They had a really nice system, and yeah. it makes sense on a boat that's small. Mm-hmm. Um, you really can't be walking around the boat make sure you grab your bait. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of space. You're stuck in your little square, your corner, yes. and so was she. We went out with two boats. It was the two of us and guides on our boat, and mm-hmm. then the other boat had – Bill Batson was the owner, and some of their marketing team were on another boat, and we were just all fishing, drifting side by side down the river. And, and Well, basically, so we had never caught a salmon before, never been salmon fishing, and on my very first cast of the day, I hooked into my very first salmon, and it was, and it was, it a was king salmon, cool. and it was big. So it was really, really cool. How was fight? Way harder than I anticipated, I guess. Mm. I, don't know. I feel like they're really, I want to say like dense fish, mm-hmm. and they... And they fight for a long time. I mean, it's it's a saltwater fish, essentially. So mm-hmm. we were fishing them in the river in shallow water, but they fight. And we were fishing really, really heavy drag. Yeah. I think that's, like, the style okay. there. Um, so it wasn't that well, long. I think part of the reason why you fish heavy drag is because you have to fish barbless hooks. Right. So okay. you can't let that line go slack.
3: Right. Gotcha. Yeah,
2: you have to make sure that you're—and we're also fishing, like, ten-and-a-half-foot rods. Um, so it was just very interesting, different technique but we were netting all the fish. And That's so
1: cool, though. Yeah. yeah. You're getting out and, you know, different cultures and different, you know, even domestic, different domestic yeah. cultures yeah. even and, and different fishing styles. It's always a good thing to do. I yeah. would
2: compare it to, like. I want to compare it to tarpon, but they don't jump.
3: Okay. Sometimes they do.
2: Sometimes Yeah, I would but compare it it's, to tarpon. It's as if you had a tarpon that didn't jump, just that really intense like hole. Snook,
3: like yeah. big snip fishing. Yeah. 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 It's
1: where they do that kind of slash on the top of the water. Yeah, think. they
2: do yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Right. So it was really cool, and then that this specific day we ended up catching and releasing I think over twenty salmon. Wow, which is unheard of. Like we won the lottery with salmon fishing, and then really? we kept. We had six keepers.
1: That's Two. out of the norm for them. Oh. Yeah, too? it's because ext- oh, well, you guys are the gill force. Yeah. yeah, right. Like
2: they said, we'll catch like the, they catch maybe like six in a day would be nice. Maybe ten tops, but we caught, like caught and released over twenty. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Same Florida girls going to I Washington and
2: telling them how it's done. <laughs> I caught a, it was literally a 40 pound king salmon and it was my second salmon ever, but my first king salmon. So my first one was a silver salmon Mm -hmm. and my second one was a king salmon and all the guides and you know, when the guys are really excited, you know, when the locals are excited about it, you know, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And they were like, people fish their entire lives for a fish like that. Really, and it was literally my second fish. Wow, <laughs>
1: was, you gotta like, get it. You gotta get it mounted.
2: Yeah, oh, oh I thought that's about a good that. Idea. I you definitely should. thought about that.
1: Or a painting. Or a oh. painting's <laughs> a good idea too. It was. Such I prefer the painting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, why not know, both? Yeah, why not both? Exactly.
2: Yeah, it was just the fishing was so phenomenal, and like the action was nonstop. We ended up catching two keeper king salmon, which is like one in a million at the same time as well. The guide had told us like. On this specific river, he, like, I think that was his third keeper, King Salmon of the Year,
3: mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, just crazy numbers like that. So, we had that good of a day that we were supposed to fish for two days, but after the first day, everyone was like, we won. Like, we don't need to fish again. Yeah, so, right. the second day, we went crabbing. Yes, for Dungeness Crabs.
1: Dungeness Crabs. Yes. And?
2: It was really, really fun. It's crazy. It's not like Stone Crab, where you put your traps out, and you come back 10 days later. Right. You drop your traps... You go to the beach. You walk around the beach for forty-five minutes, and you go back and you pull them, and they're filled. Mm-hmm. Literally, it was yeah. one really? hour. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you can. It sounds complicated. They, yeah, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I think the commercial guys do have traps where they leave, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but These recreational. traps- So you're
1: not going out on the big boat and twenty foot. Just we're we're on
2: on a little aluminum, aluminum right. center console. <laughs> Good. Yeah. 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 In the bay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. After forty-five minutes, we basically like, they took took the boat to the lighthouse. We beached the boat at the lighthouse and kind of explored. Got to walk around, explore. And then forty-five minutes later, we went and pulled the traps and that was really fun. Um, I got pinched by one of the crabs. No, it was yeah. bad. Okay. Was really bad. What? So they warned us and they were like, where in the finger? Yeah. My thumb. I'll show.
1: Can you see it? Well, it's
2: like my it's, nails kind of purple now. All right, for those
1: of you not watching at home, you're just listening to the audio portion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Emily's without, like, a thumb right now. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Amanda's without a thumb right now. So, um, you know, I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah, so basically the way the... I, mean, I just called
1: you Emily. Yeah, I know. I noticed. It's okay.
2: The crabs... Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> the crabs, they warned us. They were like, these guys are like, like if be careful not to get pinched because they'll go straight through your nail. They'll Pretty pop your thumb. Pretty much guarantee to to the hospital. hospital. You need stitches. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be really careful. And so I had the crab in my left hand. This was after we finished pulling all the traps. We went through all the crabs. Yes. And it was time to take pictures. We so were taking pictures, and I wasn't looking, and I, my right, my right hand was empty. And I was, like, looking the other way, talking to somebody, like, in conversation, and I talked with my hands. So my uh-huh. right hand was probably getting all, like, moving around, and it got too close to the crab, so it reached over and grabbed my thumb. And it literally took— two full-grown men to pry the claw open enough for me to pull my finger out. And it was, like, as flat as a pancake. It was really, it was really no. flat. White, as flat as a pancake, and the only reason... You're freaking out? She was so... Th- in the moment, I was just like, wow, this really hurts. Shot. And yeah. I was fine, and then I went and sat down, and then afterwards, like, my, like, heart started racing, and, like, I was, like, sort I of knew was okay. so, like, I sweating. I was, like, taking my layers off because it was, like, after the fact. Um, and the only reason that... We realized that my thumb was okay is because I have, like, dip nail polish on. So I know for the guys watching, they probably don't know what that means. But it's basically like (laughs) like a powder nail polish that you dip your nails in and it hardens. So these are very hard. So they're, like, hard. So everyone's like, your nail polish saved you. And my nail polish cracked, obviously. And then I went home and I took it off. And it was, like, it's still a little red dot there. But I basically got really, really, really lucky. And, I mean, my thumb's still, like... It's kinda like numb. Like I still I don't I don't have really? like all my peeling in it.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's never
2: gonna
1: come back. I think it will. See, it once this airs, like all the all the crabbers in Washington are now gonna start buying that nail polish and yeah. <laughs> yeah. as a preventative
2: like seriously, it was like connected
1: by water dip nail polish. Yeah, come out with it and start So
2: it. it was it was really cool though. And then afterwards they they um they clipped the claw. they clipped the claw that had Pinsed attacked you. me. And then we went and we did a crab. Basically like a a crab crab oil oil with the sausage, the corn, the crab, we had salmon and we made sure that we ate the crab that
1: (laughs) got me. Yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Die crab. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. It was really amazing. Yeah.
1: That sounds like a great trip with the exception of almost, you know, losing an appendage. But
2: no, yeah, literally they were like, I can't believe how lucky you got.
1: Like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching then. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: And then, I mean, I guess I will add that obviously they are our rod sponsors, so mm-hmm. we were, then we spent the day in the office with them too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Doing
0: Building business. some custom
2: rods. Building custom like rods, Very
1: yeah. cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I was happy to see that trip and, you know, how cold was it?
2: It was in, in the 30s. morning. It was in the 30s. Wow. Yeah. But it didn't really get warmer during the day because the sun, well, when we were there, the sun came out every day. Yeah. Uh-huh. um but it stayed maybe 30s. I guess maybe it got to the 50s. But, but when you're it, on the water, you're not protected at all. Yeah,
1: yeah it's wide open out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's, I guess, I don't know. I was like, because we we're all sweltering here at home, and I saw you wear you guys all bundled up, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, all right, cool. Very cool. You guys have had a lot of other stuff going on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you know, we'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, the fact that that, Oh yeah, thing didn't like cut Destroy. off your finger oh, no. and um, yeah. I
2: mean, I don't think it was ever going to cut off my finger, but it was if they were scared, it was going to break skin and then you would go to the hospital get yeah. yeah. stitches and
1: and then you the, lose the, your fingernail. the nail polish. The, the finding that you. out was was um, was really strange, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. Strange, <laughs> very speaking strange. Of strange. Yeah. Speaking of strange, <laughs> oh. let's see how we like to segue that, where it brings us to our segment called Strange Questions now in the beginning of i have to clarify for the audience um so in the beginning we said this was going to be three strange questions and we read five and then um we are not going to number it anymore so we're just going to call them strange questions
3: Okay. okay.
1: all right um and we're gonna just read off a handful of these you have some uh people that have messaged you from your audience that we're going to read off as well so we're going to read off a handful of them and, um, and see what we can do, see how much fun we can have. And at the end, we're going to pick one lucky winner and they're going to win a connected by water prize pack, which is usually like a hat and a shirt and a couple of stickers and awesome. stuff like that. So,
3: cool.
1: all right. So, um, I think the first one, we're going to read Stan's first, right? So we're going to, we're going to roll off with, um, this one comes from Stan Hunt, um, legendary Pompano captain Stan Hunt. I know he's going to love that. I just called him legendary. <laughs> so, how often do you girls fight, and if so, who wins? And what's your go-to move, LOL? <laughs> well, so who, wants to, who wants to answer that one first? How often do
2: we fight? These are tough questions because we really don't fight. We very, very rarely fight.
1: Have, I, 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 I kind of figured as much, yeah. have you, all right, let me rephrase this. Have you guys, you guys ever gotten into, like, a really bad, like, fight?
3: Oh, like physical? I don't know. No, no way. I
1: don't know. No,
2: we've definitely had like I
1: fought with my brother, <laughs> right? So i um, you know, it's like
2: I don't think we've ever fought or wrestled like ever in our lives. Mm-hmm. The the only fighting we used to do is we used to have like what are those called like ping pong guns? Yeah, okay. and, like marshmallow guns. That's yeah. that was what we would fight on the trampoline. All right. Yeah, and we would go to war. All right. But it was planned. <laughs> there, there was nothing to so he, no anger to get out. Right. It was just yeah, let's go. All
1: right, so the Gale Force does not fight.
2: Yeah, but we have our right. moments. We have oh, our,
1: tell me about those moments.
2: It's more, <laughs> and we've talked about this before. It's more being siblings. We talked about and, this before on yeah, the show, on the podcast, oh, yeah. about how being siblings. All right, I'm an idiot then. And being in business together, any issues that you have as a sibling that you can blow off becomes very, very prevalent. If you run a business together, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: it just
2: like enhances it. Like any issues we had as siblings, it was like, yeah, whatever, no big deal. It was just like little stuff. Like you don't put your laundry away or, well, I think a big part of it was in school. We had different study styles And we would still work together and study together. But at the end of the day, my grade was my grade and hers was hers. So I didn't care how she decided to handle her situation and she didn't care how I handled mine. And same with track. She didn't care how I organized my stuff or anything like that. And with track, it was mostly an individual sport. So even though we trained together. My performance was mine and hers was hers. But then all of a sudden we're business partners and what I do reflects her in the business and what she does reflects me in the business.
1: All right. So then I'm going to ask Sam White's question then. Okay. So Sam White asked this question. Um, this might help clarify this a little bit about that. Um, Sam White, of course, is the editor for Marlin Magazine. If one of them loses a giant fish at the boat, does the other one feel the pain?
2: I love that. <laughs> um, I, would say, I yes. would say yes. Definitely. Yes, definitely. 100%, right? especially because we talked about this on our Yankee Caps trip. Remember we you caught the scamp grouper? Yeah. And the first thing she goes is, we, we caught, caught a scam <laughs> <drooper."> <laughs> And like, I did all the reeling, but I think she actually deboned the bait. Well, the I deboned hoop. the bait and hooked it. And I was like, here, use this. And because we're a team and we're filming together and creating these videos that she catches one, it's like, we caught one, the team caught one. So it definitely feels. If yeah. any of us loses a big fish, it's really sad.
1: Okay, so there's a deep empathy here. Definitely, oh, yeah. yeah. So this is why you don't fight. I love it. I love it. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, there are some things in here that are not really very strange. Um, so let me we see. We have some
2: strange ones.
1: Yeah. All right. So you want to oh here's one strange one comes from um, Jason Harrington, he's a good friend of the studio.
2: Oh Tiny send up message?
1: Yes, yeah, so uh-huh. I all read Tiny can read Tiny's. Um, so have they ever doubled up and landed at the same time two Mahi that looked like they were twins.
2: <laughs> probably. <laughs> I would probably say yes. Yes. yes I'm sure that's yes. happened. all right that's a yes <laughs> yeah. Jason.
1: All right, very cool. Tiny's question is uh what's the biggest fish you've ever seen?
2: Ever I've ever seen? Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'd probably say like a four hundred pound blue marlin.
1: Mm-hmm. The yes. oh the the from the custom know. Uh, no in, Kona. No, in Kona. Kona. We went out. Oh the Kona, Kona. that's right, that's yeah. right. Yep, yep. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, I guess
2: mine too. I yep. wish it were yeah. bigger. I, I know, I wish I seen bigger that would be cool. Yeah.
1: All right, let's see. Um, Skip Dane asks, do their parents ever get them confused? I have three girls, not twins or close in age, and always call them the wrong names, <laughs> just like I did with you guys. It's going to happen every now and then. Sorry. Um, so he calls them all Fred now.
2: That is funny. That's hilarious. So, like
1: George Foreman, yeah. like George 1-2, that's yeah. what Skip does with his, his girls. So, so do your parents ever get confused?
2: No, no. I mean, when we were babies, they kept our hospital bracelets on until the doctor said he they had to take them off because uh-huh. we were outgrowing them. And then she always painted her toenail. Mm-hmm. So Emily had a painted toenail. You had a painted toenail? I did. <laughs> My mom said it was more for quick and easy. Yeah. Like, oh, that one's Emily.
3: Okay. But, but
2: yeah, not so much anymore. Um, our, I would say our dad confuses us more. And it's not that he can't tell us apart. He's just it's just He's just fat. Yeah, he's fast. He's He'll like be like, like, Emily, Amanda, no, which Emily. One? Under the next then, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. That that happens in my family oh, yeah. all the time. I'm constantly getting called yeah. my brother and yeah. sometimes a sister, which we're not going <laughs> to figure out why that happened. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, cool. Larry Simons asks, have they ever hooked slash caught the same fish while fishing together?
2: Um, I don't think we That's have, happened. Before, but I have caught- happened. Other people with yes. me. other people. Yeah, like we both like our tuna ate the same bait, and we both fought the same fish, and the tuna had two hooks in it. With who? Uh, I don't remember. I think we were with. Um, it was in Poli real life, Beach or oh, no. no, it was just you were just fishing. It was kite fishing. No, no, no. It was on. It was with Bernie. Hmm. I don't know. No. It's happened. It's All definitely right. happened to us, but I don't think it's happened to us to each other. No. I've definitely hooked a fish that someone else hooked.
1: All right. Um, what is uh, Jim Ruback? Fear the Hook, Fear the Cook, friend of the studio, asks, what's your favorite costume you've ever worn for Halloween? What candy, if any, is your favorite Ooh, Halloween treat? Okay. Since we are a Halloween show, we have, we're going to ask the Halloween well, question. Well, I too.
2: know my favorite costume. We have some cool twin costumes that we usually do. Do you really? Here. Yeah. yeah. So Oh, yo! Yeah,
1: I know one that's my favorite.
2: Last was it last year? No, last year we were the Doublemint Twins. That's, that's
1: my favorite right there.
2: That was that really was fun. So cool. Yeah. And I walked around with a fanny pack of Doublemint gum. Yeah, and I was like, "Do you want some gum?" Want some gum. <laughs> <laughs> and then the year before, we were copy and paste. That so was like one of my all-time favorites. We were the exact same thing, but I had a white t-shirt that said paste. Because right, I, I was born nice. second. I was born first, so I was copy. You're first. And, yeah. then <laughs> and right. she was paste. And we dressed and the exact what same. What was really funny about this costume? So you guys
1: are in alpha order.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm twin B. I'm twin A. Okay. So what was really funny about this costume was if I wasn't with her, like if I was waiting in line to use the bathroom or something, the people around me would be like, where's your copy? People knew exactly what the costume was, we which I, I thought was really us. cool. They pro- maybe they maybe they saw her somewhere over. But yeah, there. that was actually my all time favorite costume. And then other than that, we always done like really twenty. When stuff. we were kids, we mm-hmm. dressed up as ketchup and mustard. Nice. Yeah, um, nice. We were a fish and a fisherman one year. Oh yeah, we really? Did. Yeah, yeah, I was the fish. I was a mahi, and I was a fisherman. Was a fisherman. But I a lot love- of people didn't get that costume because she looked like she looked like an outdoorsman, and. People, people, I was wearing, like, all Mahi print
1: clothes. Mm-hmm. And people were
3: like,
2: what is that? And I was like, what?
3: Were well, you dressed
1: like a, like a freshwater river fisherman no. kind of thing?
0: Well, oh, oh, no, yeah. she was,
2: yeah. yeah. People so got her. People got me, but I don't think people like, the rest of the world, when they see a yeah. Mahi print, they're like, oh, that's a Mahi. Like, I don't think it's that common. But gotcha. fishermen knew.
1: All right. So those that needed the know knew. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Cool. All right. So that thank you, Jim. That was a good question. Um, I have to give a shout out, actually, to, you know, we record this on Tuesdays and we air this on Fridays, so we're going to be airing this as our Halloween episode, but today's actually my anniversary.
3: Oh, happy anniversary.
1: And thank you very much. And it's 13 years for Liz and I um, today. Um, So I'm going to ask the question that she asked. to ask you guys. Um, If you were not on the water for a living, what would you have done career-wise?
2: That's a good question. That's a really hard one. That is... I feel like, so I feel like the easy answer would be probably something within my degree. Like mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, I'm convinced that
1: both of you could figure no. out the cure to cancer. So I don't uh, know, because I believe thanks. the best in you. So, but.
2: I could have seen myself not, I, not going into the medical field with patients, but maybe doing more research.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then if it weren't related to my degree, I could have seen myself probably just working for, like a corporate company and climbing a corporate ladder.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
2: Yeah, I don't really know.
1: <laughs> you don't know?
2: I don't know. It's really hard because I feel like, you know, when we were in college, by our sophomore year, we both knew, well, I would say from the moment we were 18, you and me were both like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Like, we both had that thought. Mm-hmm. And then our sophomore year of college, halfway into pre-med, we both said, well, I don't want to go to medical school. And we still finished our degrees. But I would say like, from when we were 18 till maybe two years after we graduated, there was this, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life mm-hmm. that we both went through. And it wasn't until, you know, we really started to make a name for ourselves in the fishing industry that I realized this is, like, what I wanted to do. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So.
1: You know, that period of time in yeah. your life between, like, 21 and 25. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, is, is very much like a no man's land Yeah. It is. age. It like, is. Like, really, like. Because your whole life you've been so attuned, um, and uh, I, I can't think of the word, but um, you have so just much structure, trained so much to be a student, yeah. That that's your life for yeah. your I definitely, whole life.
2: And, not that college isn't great, and you, of course, I think you should get some type of education after high school, whether it's in trade school or college or anything. But I definitely feel like society kind of pushes you to this really structured path, and that's mm-hmm. not what life is like. Correct. Right. And it was almost like going to college. I was there because we were running track and like, I absolutely continuing loved. Continuing our track career was not even a question. So of course you go to college because you get to keep running. But the school running. side of it, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, like what happens when I get out? What am I going to do? And right. there, for us, I would say it was from like 18 to like 23, almost 24 yeah. or 25 now. That was like. What am I doing with my life?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's the path of life, right? Yeah. And like even if, let's just say hypothetically, even if you guys are like, okay, microbiology, pre-med and all that, you know, and then you go, okay, and then you're going to go to medical medical school. And who's to say that throughout that process or even just after, then you become a doctor, that you still don't like look back at your life and go, did I do the right thing? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So everyone's got like their paths, but that age between is, is kind of like – A time to figure it out. And I think everyone goes through that, whether on the outside looking in, it looks like they got it all together. I think on the inside, everyone during that time frame is really just figuring it out. I think we definitely had a lot of
2: underlying stress and anxiety about our lives for literally years, like the years of college and then the early years outside of college. And everyone always tells me, don't worry, you'll figure it out. And that actually is really true. And sometimes I wish but in I the really moment, just, it's not, yeah, I true. really wish I didn't worry. Hear. It all really right. is true. But.
1: I'm like a John. He was working at Publix all these years. And all of a sudden now he's in the yeah. room with me is doing connected by water. See, he figured it out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 just kidding. <laughs> just messing
1: with you. All right. Sorry. All right. Next question. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. I always get to dig on, dig on John. Um, so then I'm going to ask, um, let's see, let's see. Let's see. I'm not gonna ask. I'm not gonna ask dating questions. Yeah, we get um, those a lot. Yeah, I'm not gonna ask that.
2: Yeah, we usually don't answer those. So
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my last um, question from my group here. Okay. Right, and it comes from Jumbo. Right, and he uh, is going to start some trouble and say, "Which one of you is better at fishing? Drama grenade, drop it." That's what he says. So I'm gonna leave that one there, and you guys can answer that however you want.
3: I
2: would say okay. this is actually a question we've answered before. Yeah. Oh, you have mm-hmm. better. Yeah,
1: right.
2: I don't think you can be better at fishing. It's, well, I guess we could. It's really easy for us. Who's better at kite fishing? Well, but when you say better, it's because you like it more. You know, like I was well, going to say better. <laughs> okay, fine. She's better at kite fishing. And then Whatever. I was going to say. And then I was going to say, <laughs> who's better at? slow pitch jigging. Right. So I, yeah. Okay. I, see. <laughs> I think I'm better I at, I think Stan's
1: going to get his answer. Pretty <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm better no. at,
2: and it's more because I really feel like maybe I'm more passionate about it. So I try harder at high speed, vertical jigging, slow pitch jigging. I really like, Oh, she loves vertical, like high speed jigging. Yes. I hate it.
0: Mm-hmm. So she's, so, so she says she's the not, time in. if she
2: put the time in. So she's and, better. Cause she puts the time in and she's got like the rhythm down perfectly. And for me, I'm just like real up or sorry. Uh, like whatever <laughs> reel down three times pull like it's just like I can do it but it's just it's awkward yeah. and it's fast and it hurts and flying the kite stresses me out yeah her. I, I think it's fun I like it when you're with a team and you get the groove going and the wind works in your favor but
1: yeah that's pretty pretty important she has
2: more of a knack yeah. for it yeah so
1: alright
2: you're definitely better at certain types of fishing yeah what
1: about planar fishing
2: I, hope probably probably this same. Yeah. I was going to say maybe you. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, thank you. I think I'd hear you that.
1: <laughs> I guess Stan's not going <laughs> to get his yeah. answer after all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, go ahead. You fire oh. off your, oh, okay, your questions. Question. So are these going to be strange and fun? Ours
2: actually are strange. All right,
1: give me some strange ones.
2: Um, This one was one of my favorites by someone named Katie. It says Would you rather be inked by a giant squid or swim through a school of lionfish? Ooh. All right, that, I'd rather be inked by a giant inked squid. Inked by a giant squid, 100%. Yeah,
1: I think so. The school of yeah. lionfish sounds yep. pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. That,
2: that one was funny. That
1: one, Yeah, I got some visuals in my head. What, yeah. what would you rather do? I, I it has got to be the squid, I mean, yeah. right? I mean,
2: you can swim out of a... But like the lionfish, don't they like paralyze you? But however, yeah. if
1: you're underwater and you're getting inked by a squid, and then there's like a absolute black yeah, darkness, that'd that'd that be could be kind of free I mean, if too. it's like
2: the kraken... Maybe I'd it's rather. Mean, I'm, I'm imagining like a squid <laughs> yeah. like the
1: size of this room. Yeah. It's your next painting. You know, you know, that might be like, yeah. I'm going to do a painting of the <laughs> Gale Force getting <laughs> by, a squid. Yeah, okay.
2: that's, n- <laughs> both of those are scary.
1: Or a jumbo. I'll get jumbo mm. and a squid.
2: Here, you read that one. All right. If you like it. I thought it was funny. Have you ever pole vaulted off the bow of your boat into the water? So this what? one, this is from Chip from Instagram. What I like about this one is that we have pole vaulted off of a dock into, into the, the water. water. Really? Yes. So our pole we vault pictures coach,
1: pictures
2: of that? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have really? photos mm-hmm. pictures. We'll have you to get those go those find. Time, them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Our pole vault coach lives in Melbourne, Florida, and on mm-hmm. the like on the intercoastal up there. And we would after long days of practicing, sometimes the athletes would all go over to his house and we would dock vault basically. And what we would do is you run his it was kind of on a slant, and you would run down the grass with the pole in your hand, and then when you go to plant the pole, which would be into the box. In this case, you plant it into the water. But the water—it was like only like two feet deep at mm-hmm. the beginning of the dock, and then and you pull vault you into pole the deep side. It. But this was like pole vaulting for distance, not height, because yeah, like safety. Yeah, <laughs> right. So we pole vaulted for distance off of his dock, and then we did it off his dock too. Remember, off he used to stand. Did you
1: video of this too. I
2: don't. We'll have to look. I'm I have to we go might. back. We, we used to stand. When he was at his like first house, remember he had that dock, and he would stand and hold the pole at the end, like in the because it was deep in this spot. Mm-hmm. It was like five feet deep, and he would hold it, and then you would run, grab the pole, and like launch yourself. We as definitely far as you had could. fun ways of training.
1: Yeah, sounds like it. When yeah. you know, you can vo- do it at the beach. Yeah. Uh huh.
2: People do it at the beach too. Nice. Yeah. So very yes. cool. Not off the boat though.
1: Not, well, you can't really run. No. And don't you need to like get some you can momentum get, yeah. first? You get or... a little hop going. Unless L- you're in a brand new if, 45 CV, <laughs> then you might be able to
2: If I weren't afraid plug. of um, actually hurting myself on a 45 CV, you could get enough of a run going yeah. Yeah. and get over the bow for sure. Right, I could probably do it. Yeah, But we don't need to try.
1: No, we don't need, we don't need to attempt that.
2: <laughs> All right. Another one is who would be the one stranded on an island fighting a shark trying to find food? Like between the two of us? This I is from so. someone named AAD underscore swim. Um, uh, uh, I don't know stranded? I'm going
1: to take a guess You
2: I feel like if we're going to get stranded We're going to get stranded together Yeah I know <laughs> That's what's going to happen We're going to have our boat capsized We're going to swim to shore Who would be the better Like person to be with In a life or death Island well, that's, Stranded situation
1: No no but you're talking about Catching a shark Maybe a fight, Yeah missing...
2: I definitely uh, would agree with If that's what they're referring I think, to I thought it was like fist fighting a shark <laughs> Well, like you're like, for those, if you're General island, maybe you have like a so stick much that fighting you, today. for those of you that don't know, between the two of us, I make Amanda go on shark dives with me. I absolutely, so. oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I hate shark dives and she makes me do them. We did one in Hawaii and it was a plagic shark dive. So you're snorkeling at the top and right. you are in 200 feet of water and you see these dots at the bottom and they're like, oh, there's a human up there. And then they come up <laughs> and they like swim with you. And it was so scary. We did this Hawaii shark dive, and she was, like, on her own, swimming, like, snorkeling, GoPro, whole thing. This was before we were doing YouTube, which I wanted wanted to do it again for YouTube, but I don't want to do it again.
1: Well, that's why I was saying because of the shark thing. You're right. That's why I I would think it
2: would be you. So you would be, and then I was, like, I literally, like, I bear hugged the guide. Oh, Oh, yeah. So the two of us were next to each other, and she was obviously scared. And so we were close to each other, and then she kind of abandoned me, and she swam over to the the free diving guide and literally like wrapped around. I was him. like, I'm not. It's <laughs> like, wow. I guess I'm by this. myself. Like, so I was oh, just man. by myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and then she wants to go to like the Bahamas ones, and I'm just like,
1: yeah. So not so empathetic.
2: I'm not. I'm gonna do it because I don't want to get left behind.
1: Mm-hmm. But if it
2: weren't for you, I would never go do it. Yeah.
1: I could see a moment where <laughs> no, never mind. Then the mm-hmm. shark goes after her, and then you're like, wait, that's my sister. And you go, over oh rescu- yeah, yeah. Right, definitely. Right. So, anyway, all right, so. More questions. Are there more ones? Are there more, or is that it? Well, there's definitely. I mean, I know you guys got like a million. We do. Questions. Those are the
2: funniest ones. One good question that I want to ask. Okay. Um, Last I one? don't remember who said it. Oh. But someone asked how we got the name to our business. So not a strange question.
3: Okay. But, but I think but it's a good question. All
2: right. I like this one. Okay. We've answered this question before. Not on this podcast, though. Just on maybe a QA and a YouTube vlog. I don't know. How we got the name to our business. Well, our last name's Gale. And it's spelled, it's spelled G-A-L-E. G-A-L-E. Yes. Like that's how it's spelled. So we didn't change the name mm-hmm. or manipulate it. And when we were in high school track, the weight coach, um, I don't know, we were like walking at a meet and he was like, hey, it's the Gale Force twins. And I was like, I don't think at the I was moment like, I like even, Force? I don't like... even think I knew what a Gale Force wind was in that moment. Oh, really? I mean, I, I, I knew. How but long I, ago was this? high school high school I knew I just wasn't like it, it didn't it didn't register yeah that yeah. I was being referred to as a gale force wind and yeah. then it stuck though and mm-hmm. then everyone so started calling it us it stuck that. there everyone called us that and then on our first job on the water um the captain we were working with was kind of big in social media too so he gave us the name he was like it's the gale force twins and then we continued with it so it started in sports
1: nice yeah nice yeah. and then i think it even you took it a step further cuz when you go went to play for the Hurricanes,
3: I know. Oh, and yeah. then we right? went, and, and then you ran guys,
1: track at University of Miami, and then to me, that's really when it all—that's
2: a really right? good point, yeah.
1: And then now you guys make a living on the water, and like in South Florida, you know that's always tied to the weather and I hurricanes. Guess gale force and, is and a you know, lifestyle. Gale force winds, yeah. and It's like
2: know. to be a gale force, you got to be intense and hardcore,
1: right? Inconsistent,
3: yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. Right? 100%.
1: All right, cool. So, listen, thank you very much for the strange questions. Is that it? Or do you have I think more? That's it. That's it. Yeah. that's it. All right. You guys probably got a thousand of them, but you picked a handful, <laughs> which is good. So, we have to pick one lucky winner. Um, do you want to do one? Normally, we just pick them from this list, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to pick one from that list and one from this list, so we can kind of yeah. maybe we'll do two prize packs today. Yeah. All right, so do one from your list, and we'll pick one from, from this list, and go ahead. Who are you going to pick?
2: We're pointing at different ones. <laughs> uh Should we rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> fighting again. Okay, rock, Someone's paper, fighting. scissors. <laughs> <Charlie> <laughs> fights, Whoever yeah. wins the rock, paper, scissors picks the winner from our page. Okay, okay one is it maybe time. A best
1: two out of three, or?
2: No, just once. Just once. No, best two pick? out of three. Yeah. Best two out of three. That's always. Well, now I'm questioning myself. That's a stranger question, but that was a fun question. Well, rock, paper, scissors. And Let's stick with it. Let's stick with it. Okay, rock, paper, paper scissors, shoot. Okay. All right,
1: paper so wins, 20. right? So Emily's got the first one.
2: Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh,
1: paper again. <laughs> Emily, two for two.
2: All right. I think. Boom. No, it's best of three. The, oh, wait. Two out of three. Yeah, best <laughs> two out of three.
1: So oh. you're done. I think you <laughs> lost. You lost, Amanda.
2: All right, the winner? Yes. The winner is Katie Jordan that asked if we would rather be inked by a giant squid or swim through a giant or a school of lionfish. Okay,
1: Katie Jordan, yes. squid.
2: I will definitely send her a message.
1: Okay, cool. And then who do you want to pick from from my list? Let's see. These are the ones that we, hold on, let me we check that. We check that. These were the ones that we, we had stands with about the fighting. We had Sam's about the, if you guys feel the pain of the other fish. And you got the costume one. And Larry, Larry got the same fish together. Um, then there's Justin starting trash. But we're not going to have Justin win. Um, Justin can't win. So, and Liz can't win. So, we're not going to pick Liz's. And so, we got the the Mahi twin uh, question. We got the Halloween costume question. We got Skip's um, calling him Fred and Sam's. I know I kind of like Sam's, but um, and then Stan's. But you guys pick.
2: What was Sam's?
1: Sam's. Sam was that's uh, the one with the um, Hulu if you feel the pain of each other kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. um, you tell me. Or we get the twin Mahi. From Jason. Well, you so. should
2: pick this one because I picked the other one. Oh boy, it's all on me. <laughs> all
1: On you. Ready? Drum roll.
2: <laughs> um, I'll go with well, if it has to be a strange question, I'm going to do Halloween. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I, I would have done. Jim Ruback do is
1: the winner. Mm-hmm. Asking the us Connected for Water prize pack. Fear the hook. Fear the cook. Jim is a master griller,
3: Ooh, by the way. I mean that. Cool.
1: Like, he wins this, the Offered All one the thing. Yeah. Every, he wins it every year. That's he's awesome. won it for, like, the last six years in a row. Wow. Yeah, he, yeah exactly. It's, he's like, it's like the real deal. So, cool. And speaking of real deal, we're actually going to plug their um, their tackle store. Opens this weekend.
2: I know, Saturday. In their new location,
1: I Saturday. 10.30 a.m.
2: 10.30 a.m. I don't know why I remember that, but I do.
1: I don't know the exact address off the top of my head, but if you're around the corner of Federal and Atlantic and Pompano, you're going to find it. It's on the south west corner ish area of um, just about a few blocks on the um, south of uh,
2: just map of Atlantic. Real deal. Well, actually, I, I don't know if I put in the map because I might go to his old address. So yeah, they might not I be on the map.
1: Real deal. Yeah. On. So, so John, will, John okay. will put the new address up. Um, okay. And then um, so real deal, um, I'm going to be there doing something, signing prints or maybe live painting. I'm not sure yet. So I just want to, since I said real deal, that actually reminded me to plug that. So Mike Lipsky's working hard and got his uh, real deal going on. So, um, you know, please support that local shop. And then so I also want to get into some of the other things that you guys do. Um, As you know, in the studio, you know, we're all about supporting girls who fish, women who fish, um, all that, obviously. Um, but so are you, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. and I don't mean that just from, like, oh, we say we are, and we say that on our social media all the time. You guys actually do something about it with your fish camp. Yes. yes. Right? So you recently had an event. Yes. So let's talk about that. we so
2: hosted ladies-only fish camps. Mm-hmm. And what it was was two – well, we hosted two of them, but one weekend – or one camp, you could say, is Mm -hmm. over a weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and it's two full eight-hour days of hands-on, on-the-water learning and fishing. Mm -hmm. And you had to be a lady to be there. And the whole reason behind it was because we wanted to offer a safer environment for women to get out there and learn to fish. And we were the ones teaching them everything from how to tie a knot to how to throw a cast net to— netting your fish, baiting your hooks. De- and de-hooking your fish. Mm-hmm. I think that the majority of... So we ended up hosting... We originally were like, let's do one weekend when we could only take 12 girls because what we did is we partnered with two conks in Marathon because they have a lot of yellow fins. Mm-hmm. And so they have, there were 36 yellow fins. Right. So they, we needed the space. We mm-hmm. basically ran the camp on 136 yellow fin and 134 yellow fin. Um, each twin went on one boat and each boat had six girls. And a captain. And a captain. So... That was the best way to get as many girls as possible to the camp.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, we originally booked one weekend and it booked in like 48, 48 hours. So, we were like, okay, we got to open another weekend. So, we opened a second weekend, which also booked, filled up pretty quickly. Maybe in the next week, really fast. And then we, we had, had a wait, a wait list, list for both camps after that. So, we know there's a lot of girls that still want to go. Mm-hmm. But it was, I mean, A large amount of the girls there, I mean, it was a combination of girls that just wanted to learn to fish. Mm -hmm. It was a combination of... We had girls from Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. Michigan. Yeah. And then we had some ladies that were from this area, like I would say maybe Pompano to Jupiter, Stewart, Stewart, that were able to actually take what we taught them and bring it back to their fishery. So we had a combination of girls that just really wanted the experience from just the knot tying. And I mean, at the end of the day, no matter where you're from something that we taught you, you could take back to your fishery, even if it's how to tie your hook or how to bait something. Mm-hmm. Maybe not specifically the yellow tailing because you can't yellow tail everywhere, but for the most part. It was really fun. And a lot of the girls. It looked like a lot of fun. It was amazing. A amazing. lot Fishers, of yeah. the girls there were um, maybe married and their husbands really like to fish. And, you know, they just needed a different teacher. It's kind of like you take drivers out in high school, your parents don't teach you to drive. At least that's what we did. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's tough for the husband to teach yeah. the wife how yeah. to fish sometimes yeah. because a lot of that stuff can get yeah. in yeah. the middle. Or um, it was a
2: dad and the daughter, and um, the mom and the, the mom daughter. and the daughter went, mm-hmm. and we taught it in a very—I don't know—not that fishing should always be a safe environment, but we just taught it in a—we're not going to care if you lose every single fish you try to catch today. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just going to be fun, and hopefully, you learn something. You can take it back home.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So, are you have you planned the next one yet? Not yet.
2: No, but so, everyone's asking. Yes. Yeah. I'm I sure. guess I would. There are YouTube videos on our channel about these camps, and the first one came out yesterday, and we have multi, We have one for every day going out,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and same with our Washington. We have Washington videos coming out too. But for people that want to be part of these camps, we really recommend you subscribe to our mailing list, which is gillforcefishing.com dot com forward slash subscribe, because. A lot of these camps and events, we can only take, like Amanda said, 12 girls for one camp. Mm-hmm. And we will email our email subscribers first. And usually it fills up before I even have to post to Instagram about it. So because we've definitely had emails from people like, oh, like I never saw how to sign up for it. Mm-hmm. And we look at our email subscribers as VIPs. So they get first chance. And then if there's space left, then that's when right. there'll be an Instagram post about yeah. it. Or And it's getting to the point where the email subscribers are... Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Yeah. They're on they're, it. they're ready. They're Good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Good. Awesome. So I don't know awesome. if, I
2: mean, the latest camps did make it to social media. The second one, because we added a second weekend. The first camp, though, I'm pretty sure got booked just through email subscribers.
1: Right. Right. That's great that you yeah. guys are getting that kind of response, yeah. and see, that's proof on the pudding that you're putting your, uh, your money and your effort where your mouth is and, yeah. you know, getting them yeah. all out on the water. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And that's not the only event you do, too. Right, Right. you guys are doing your Pulley Ridge trips with on the Yankee Captain,
3: Mm -hmm. yes. Right,
1: so tell us more about that as well. That's open. That's not just women. That's just open. Everybody. everybody.
2: We welcome everybody. So um, we've gotten to know Captain Greg on the Yankee Caps. We actually knew him when we were working. I just like rolled all my words together. (laughs) We got to know him when we worked in Key West, and um, you almost got a job with him. Almost worked for him, Mm -hmm. but spending four days at sea and maybe six hours at home and back in the 40s at sea just wasn't really something I was looking to do. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's a tough all. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, mm-hmm. And it all started um, right in the beginning of COVID. Greg was hosting a, I guess you call it a locals trip slash captains trip. Yeah. So he invited me and my sister to go out. It was all locals. I mean, it was COVID, so mm-hmm. he couldn't run a full regular trip. So he invited all of the charter captains and locals to go. And we went on this trip. And I would say it was one of the coolest experiences ever. And the one thing I always say, though, before you get super excited about it, just remember it is camping. It is not glamping. It's camping. Mm-hmm. It's rough. It's rough. It. I, I didn't shower for four days. Um, <laughs> you're sleeping in bunk beds. You're bringing your sheets.
3: Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're at
1: the mercy of the sea conditions. Yeah. Yep.
2: And yep. there are showers. and.
1: So then, all right. So f- for those that are not familiar
2: Yes, with okay. the
1: Yankee Captain yeah, and, and the Poli Ridge trip. Good point. Clarify to the audience if you could how far out you go, right. where you're at. Like, so, give me some details yes. about that, just so everyone kind of can really grasp what you guys just said.
2: The Yankee Caps is a very famous actually head boat,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: a head boat is a boat where you pay for your seat. So you will be fishing with around. If you do a Poli Ridge trip, it'll be around twenty people. A Poli Ridge trip is a three night, four day fishing trip. Over 100 miles. I think we went 150 miles into the Gulf of Mexico. Off it's of a, Key West. Off of Key West, Florida. Yes. So it's a 10-mile run out. You, 10 miles. Sorry. 10-hour. A 10-hour run out.
1: I was going to say 10 <laughs> <It> miles, takes, <laughs> so it's a big deal.
2: It takes about 10 to 12 hours to get out there. Yeah. You leave the dock at 5 p.m. John
1: walks 10 miles up and down the yeah. beaches to catch yep. snook, barely. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then you you get to your fishing spot at around 3 in the morning, and you get up, you fish, and you continue to fish for three days straight, and then the third, right before the third night, you go to bed, and you wake up the next morning, you're back at the dock. Yeah. And it is, I would say, one of the coolest experiences you can have in your life if you are willing to risk being out there with the sea conditions.
3: hmm
2: And... It's not a risk. It's safe. Oh, no, it's 100% safe, but I know some people might not. Just... They I worry want, about getting seasick or things like yeah, that. you get banged around
1: a lot. you yeah. right.
2: And like I said, there are showers, but they're heated. The water is heated through the engines, so the water gets so hot. Yes. That like I won't take a shower, and other people don't either. I just some people shower. You don't have to shower, obviously. I just wear a hat the whole time. Mm-hmm. But it's the coolest thing ever. You're fishing at two in the morning, catching massive like you know for black our black fins getting thirty pounds is huge. Mm-hmm. So you're catching thirty pound black fin tunas. And then you're bottom fishing for scamp groupers, yellow mouth groupers, yellow edge groupers, mutton snapper. Mutton snapper. And at nighttime, you're fishing in like 200 feet of water for the tunas and muttons. And then during the day on. Depending um, on the trip depending and on the, the trip, but On some of the trips during the day, you'll go and bottom fish in 600 feet of water, either electric or hand crank for snowy groupers. I caught mm-hmm. a snowy grouper hand cranking, slow pitch digging in 600 feet of water.
3: It all was the way up. All the
2: way up. Yeah. It was probably the coolest thing I ever did. So it was like, really. Yeah, it was and really cool. And then between she fishing, she would it. Oh, she didn't do it, she filmed it. <laughs> oh, I didn't do it, I filmed it. <laughs> She's like, I'm just gonna record you. Literally, doing this. I was like, I was like, I my it hurt my, my armpit was so tired. I was like. <laughs> so she likes bait fishing better. I like bait fishing. Uh-huh. Like I when we go on those trips, I like to fish with my D-bone ballyhoo and my sinker on the bottom. And she likes to slow pitch. Slow pitch. Both are effective, but yes. On that specific trip, I literally said to her, "I go, I am so tired. I'm just going to film you." So yes. I did, and she caught a. It was a very big snowy grouper. Really big snowy
1: grouper. Yeah, nice.
2: And then between fishing spots, you can troll for wahoo's and kingfish. So bring mm-hmm. your trolling gear. Even mahi sometimes. Mahi. Yeah, that was. Yeah, You'll you see mahi on. at night. It's oh. beautiful out there. It's so pretty. The wild
3: I don't
1: think I've ever caught a mahi at night.
3: At nighttime, yeah. they don't. I didn't catch hard to hook one. at night
2: because Johnny, you ever
1: caught a mahi at night? No. Never. Their tried eyesight really. is
2: not very good. So you have to get the jig like right in front of their face. You almost have to like hook them, <laughs> you know. Really? Yeah. But they're, um mahi come to boat at night, and then there's because like, the flyers squid come to the boat. It's really, really cool.
1: Yeah, that is cool. Yeah.
2: And so we host these trips. If anybody wants to go on one with us, our trips are specifically polar ridge light trips, and what light means is that no electric needed. It's all hand cranking and hand cranking. Depths. Because mm-hmm. up to oh. six hundred feet of water hand crank. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean nice the, laugh. Elect- the reason why we didn't do a trip that requires electric reels is because not everybody has that. And mm-hmm. it's a more advanced trip mm-hmm. and um, we our audience is probably a little bit more family oriented. Mm-hmm. So that's why we just do the regular Pulley Ridge light trip. Right. So it's all hand crank and I don't think we were planning on going six hundred feet of water and hand cranking on the last trip, but with what the bite was doing, we ended up in six hundred feet of yeah. water hand cranking. Right. So, because the last trip that we did was in August, and you know it was really hot
1: in August, mm-hmm.
3: and the, the was shallow so hot shallow
2: the water, as in anything less than two hundred feet, the bite was just kind of off. So we went to that deeper water to get to cold water.
1: Yeah, that's fishing. And then though, right? we were you, catching. It's got. It's an adaptive thing. Groupers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we basically host these trips now with Greg, and it's been really fun. We've only hosted one so far, mm-hmm. and we have two more in the calendar. We have two more. You do. In, yes. What are the dates so, of those? It's May. What is it? May tenth mm-hmm. is. Th- it's the Monday after Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. That's one, and then the next one is again in August. August. I don't have. I don't have the August dates off the top of my head. Um, people do email us and message us and ask when they can book because on Greg's website it says the trip is full, and that's just because it's a private you trip. Have it booked. Yes, right. right. So if they want to book it, you um, have to go through us. Yeah, basically you go through us. But what we're doing is. When it's available, because it's not available to book yet, but probably in the next like week it will. Yeah, be. we're gonna get mm-hmm. it out there. Same thing. We're gonna send our email subscribers a notification.
1: Cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah no, that's exciting. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I'm so Thanks. proud of you guys. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, working hard, man. Yeah. Working hard. So, what else you guys got going on? Tell me some stories.
2: Some stories. What else have we done? I mean,
1: I mean, you guys have been all over the place. It's been nonstop. The back and forth between here and mm-hmm. the keys.
2: Yeah. Right. And I think we're kind of we're kind of in a place where. Um, we've been filming a lot of YouTube videos in other places like Washington, but Washington was amazing. How is the
3: um, scenery there? It's beautiful. Like, it, it looked
1: really. You know like where, I don't know if
2: there's any Twilight fans out there. It's where Twilight was. Called. I don't know if Twilight fans are going to be watching this, but <laughs> John's a Twilight fan. <laughs> yeah, it big is Twilight where fan. it is yeah. where um, Twilight was filmed. In fact, filmed he was going to buy
1: the same car as the guy just so he could be like him.
2: I'm actually reading the new book right now. Are yes. you really? Yes.
3: I didn't know they had a new book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that big of a It's fan. from Edward's point of view. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, so people are messaging us saying, like, do you even have your boat anymore? Because we haven't had a lot of videos on our boat. It's just mm-hmm. because we've been hosting a lot of fish camps on other boats and these Polly Ridge trips. We haven't had time. So we actually, our plans from November through probably the next Polly Ridge trip in May I mean, we really want to primarily fish on our boat, the two of us. And just get back to filming more educational videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, right now our boat is actually, it's at that boat Boathouse Marine? Um, and oh, it's it, here yeah. right now. It's getting a full detail. Well, it's, getting, it's ready. It's getting some TLC. It's getting gotcha. a full detail service. They're making it all really pretty, and I'm sure they'll clean the wrap nice appropriately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know what they're doing there. So yep. we're going to go pick it up after this, actually.
1: Nice. So, yeah, very, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. So we're going to keep tabs on you guys. Okay. In the next few months, right? Yeah. And if um, you don't keep tabs on these two, make sure you do.
3: Yeah, right.
1: And um follow at Gale Force Twins, mm-hmm. right? And yep. what else you want to yeah. plug here? Uh, Anything I mean, else you got going
2: I would on... say we're Gale Force at Gale Force Twins on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now TikTok. Which, believe it or not, TikTok is like one of our biggest followings. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I wouldn't call it a loyal following. TikTok it's... is an account that we just grew really fast on. Hmm. And but I don't know. I'm kind of scared of the app, so I don't have the app on my, wor- on my personal phone. We keep it's it on our work only phone. Only on our work phone, and, like, we don't carry it with cause I, this app. Like, I listened to, like, a podcast for, like, it was, like, an hour-long podcast about TikTok and what it accesses. Well, right. and not only that, but what it does to your brain. Yeah, apparently it's, like, designed to be super addicting and, like, no, it's, like, really. And I will admit to that. I have found myself when oh, TikTok I, first I came out. I was scrolling TikTok. I for- don't scroll on Instagram for hours. But TikTok, what? you can scroll on it for hours.
1: Really, what was the app that was being controlled by the Chinese? It government? It's TikTok. You guys are still on it.
2: Well, well yeah, so we uh, have an account on it that we use. <laughs> they're but coming after you guys. It's only on our work phone, and like
0: I believe an American
2: company is trying to buy it. Yeah, we're really hoping they do. They talk about like Microsoft buying it, I think, but. Yeah, this podcast was like really scary and Still just Gates talked about has the money. what they're accessing and like what they're paying attention to. Like, it, I mean, basically, it sounds like you really have to be using the app, you know, by swiping, and right. they pay attention to what you watch, what you don't watch, and they they basically they're the way they worded it is they're brainwashing like teeny boppers and like like brain, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, they're it's doing like, with yeah. this it's app. Like,
1: a digital attack. Of yeah, the and they, they, they of figured out
2: the right algorithm to give you enough videos to keep you interested in the things you like and then pushing their agenda with other videos as well. Mm. Yeah. Nino so, so hopefully, <laughs> <I don't laughs> like our phishing videos on TikTok bring a little bit of light to that world. But yes, we are on TikTok. And there are a lot of characters. I could see it.
1: like the, whoever leads the Chinese government. <laughs> oh, Gail go <for> <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go get uh, them. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so and then I would say the only thing that's not Gale Force Twins our website is galeforcefishing.com. com mm-hmm. because somebody mm-hmm. owns Gale Force Twins and it makes us really mad. Who so does? We don't, we don't know. know. I can't figure it out. It's like all private information, and I have paid a lawyer to, to try and back. buy it back and or not buy it back, it. just buy it. Period, and they will not sell it. It's not an active website. So we're like really like mad about it. Yeah, I need that
1: website. <laughs> That'd be that's yeah. Ugh. Right. Yeah. I
2: feel like they know who we are.
1: I'm, well, oh, they I, I would and know. And I think that's... I can guarantee it. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe well, yeah. it's someone that I know. <laughs> I confess it's me. The whole time I own Gale Force Twins. So. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know
2: why it's someone totally would think me. to buy it, but they bought it in like 2011. Yeah, but in 2011, really? we were pole vaulters. known as the Gale Force twins. So I'm like... It's well, probably somebody we know. Maybe it's someone I know that thought it was Almost a Almost cool certainly. Name. It's probably like our coach. <laughs> I hope
1: not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give them a call. Well, I you never yeah. know. You, you don't know because he might be like, "Hey, and they they found out who it was."
2: No, the, oh, it was it's private, like I- private information. Yeah, you can't access for whatever it for some reason. reason, usually like you can figure that out, but
1: call him up. This is just a hunch. Call him up. Like, "Hey, you didn't happen to buy this website?" Because he may have been like, "You know, I'm gonna need to secure this for these guys," and then totally forgot about it.
2: Yeah, honestly, you never know. I never wouldn't know. Put it, yeah, it might know. be a
1: good situation. That's true. You know, don't always look at the negative of it. That's what I'm saying. So um, you mentioned your site. You got some apparel up there that you're selling right now, right? So that Connected by Water has produced.
3: Yes. And
1: with all new artwork and designs and things like that. So
3: That's
2: on mm galeforcefishing.com.
1: So if anyone is in the market for the best apparel in the business, go over there, buy it. Right? Mm -hmm. Cool. Right? Anything else you guys want to plug?
2: It's all, Everything, yeah. That's everything for now. Yeah. All right, it's been cool. Really great to be here. Thank you for having us. Are you kidding me? We haven't <laughs> been on this podcast in too long because we had way too much to talk about. Well, I mean, that's a good thing, but
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like we want to guys, you know, have you on all the time. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's been anyone on the show that's been on more than you guys. So, which is, thank you. Now uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So, and then you know, we'll make sure that we. Can we put up an ad about the Twilight book for you, John? To make sure that everyone knows where <laughs> sure. to find it? Sure. Uh, all right. So. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs>
1: well, you want to be a wolf or something? Or No? All right. No, vampire. A vampire. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. you saw him, the vampire You want to be a vampire. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. want to be a vampire.
2: At least I would. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. All right. Cool. Um, I want to promote a couple of things here. We talked about the uh, real deal bait and tackle. Um, This weekend, make sure you guys um, head over to their site and check it out. Check out all all the awesome things that they have going on. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. Um, Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well while you're at it. Um, So we can watch this podcast and watch all the great and amazing guests that we have on here all the time. Um, We want to give a shout out to uh, the Joey Accardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. If you're in the market for a truck or vehicle, um, I love my Ram Rebel. And if you drove it, you would too. Mm. It drives like a dream. Um, they got some great trucks coming out. Um, they got great jeeps. They got great vehicles. They got great chargers. They got great challengers. But the one thing I've been really been looking at lately is that TRX thing. Looks pretty that's sick. seven hundred something horsepower for a pickup truck. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Cool. Um, and then, um, yeah, so that's what we're gonna do today. We good?
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Your ego is not your amigo. Always do your best and, and just let God do the rest. And always remember to buy all your vehicles at Jeep Ram. And uh, we'll see you when we see you. All right? Cool. Remember, no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're always...
2: Connected by water.
1: Yeah. <laughs> see you.
2: Bye. That was good.